This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Why did I pick this stupid loser organization of a football team to root for? Why? You're really still mulling this? Oh, my God. Larry, this is going to be my... And that's the thing. While people will try to make me feel better by telling me about their team. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm an Eagles fan and we had really... Shut up. You won a Super Bowl three years ago. Shut your face shut your face as a giant fan we've had to really de- shut up every last one of you you've got miracle Su- god loves you super bowl wins so when they try to make me feel better it actually makes me angrier gordon was having a bit of a moment it all was caused by the fact that his snowblower wouldn't blow i was out there with a shovel today larry like a caveman a big yeah, spoon too. in the driveway trying to scoop up the the sheets of ice yes I went out a little earlier, and so we only had maybe about half an inch. Oh, we have more than that. We had probably two or three. It wasn't yeah. bad, but the fact that it was followed by, like, the freezing rain yeah, it made it rough. did not help. And then it, it gets heavy. Yes. That's when you get that wet. Oh. oh. That, you don't want Terrible. That. Even the snowblower doesn't want that. No. And <laughs> so the nice thing was I came in, and I got done probably about 2.30-ish, 2.45. Mm-hmm. The kids were home from school. Mm-hmm. And I came in, and uh, my son's first words, not, hey, can I help you? Do you need any? We going to the gym today? Oh. I said, yeah, I, just, I was just at the gym. I was shoveling in the driveway <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, soon he could just take the car and go himself. He can, yeah, pretty soon. That's I don't it. know if today was the day to give him the no, keys. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, 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 no. It's going to be fun, Gordon. Can't wait for, you know, Jack. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. You know, we got to learn sometime. Jack's got the car. Trust me. Good. The, the, the people I see on a regular basis who have no idea what they're doing behind the wheel, Larry, they get worse every day. Every day I'm in the they car, do. I'm thinking to myself, how do these people get from place from point A to point B without having any issues? You are correct. You are correct. It's amazing. It is. It is. Uh, before we get to the phones, let me make a correction. I have mm-hmm. mistakenly already gotten rid of Eric Bieniemy. You are correct. He is still there. He's the only okay. member of the coaching staff that's still there. Right. They, like, they're, we're, 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 we're sure about every single other person. <laughs> but Can you, you wait for five minutes? We just want to see what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, he is supposedly in the mix at being considered mm-hmm. as uh, possibly the head coach there. You know, since he was already on the staff. Sure, he was already on the staff. You would think that that's part of, if if you're the new owner and you know you're getting rid of the head coach, Mm -hmm. what what are you doing? The season didn't go anywhere, so it's about learning about the people on your staff and are there any keepers? Yes. And so, you know, we'll we'll see what they do. Now, once again, before we get to the calls, Jonathan Green, you know, Jay Blaze NYC, Mm -hmm. he always hits us up on X. Says, Uncle L, can we all agree it's not a race issue with the enemy? He just isn't head coaching material in the eyes of NFL personnel. Can't wait until why this comes out. Shouldn't he just go to the uh, CFB for a head coaching job at this point? I have always, the word has always been, Gordon, that he has not interviewed well. Mm-hmm. And he's had plenty of interviews, so I don't see that that should still be a reason. You know what I'm saying? You would learn yeah. from your interviews that you, okay, yeah. let, let well, me make the adjustment. Let me do, do this. You know, before it was, well, you know, Andy Reid makes all the play calls, so it's not really Eric Bieniemy. You know, I mean, how much is calls are he's re- are they really calling? Is he really calling? You know, it's, it's, so 
I just think for him, I think he wants to stick it out, Jay Blaze. I think he's still, I think he's still, I don't think he wants to go down. I think he still wants to stay at this level and try to get a head coaching job. And here's the bottom line. And there's a lot of different things going on. But we all have to agree that the people, there have been owners who have found loopholes in the Rooney rule. Okay. You go through the interview. Okay. I interviewed him, but I already told this guy, like, Gordon, listen, you're going to be my co-host. Okay. We're good. But I got to go through this interviewing process you mm-hmm. know, to make sure. So everything's okay. So you're going to see all these people are going to be interviewed, but Gordon, you were my guy. You got the word. You're, you're, you're in. You're in. The job is yours. I mm-hmm. just got to go through this little stuff here. So, uh, and once, and the other thing is, which is reality, you can't tell owners who to hire. It is. And it's their team. You can't. Yep. You yep. can't do it. It's, it's, it's a business. So they've got to find a way where they can legislate it a little bit better. But, you know, I understood the whole idea of the Rooney Rule. And, you know, it has, in a sense, gotten them to step two. Not for them to get to step three, they're gonna have to do something else. They're gonna have to. Right. It's not a it's not a great rule, but it's better than what they had before. Yep. And yep. and if you can come up with something that's better, well let's, then let's, let's try that. It. But it, it's it's hard to come up with something better, right? It because is. at the end of the day you can't force the owners to hire nope. a specific guy or not. I, I would just say this, and I don't know, maybe he does interview poorly and you would think with the amount of interviews he's had. I, I'm just talking about my owner. Down in mm-hmm. Miami, Stephen Ross, he's been the owner for 15 years, and every year yeah. he's, he's terrible. So he's had plenty of experience. Yeah. He's just yeah. not good at it. So yeah. maybe it's possible for whatever reason he just he tenses up. He doesn't give the yeah. answers that owners want to hear. Mm-hmm. He's got too many opinions. I don't know, but yeah. Um, yeah. maybe maybe this is the offseason. Unfortunately, that the, the spot that he went to. It's not helping him. It was not. That was... That was a bad no quarterback. Call. No, the no quarterback. And I thought early on it, there was some stuff early with Sam Howell, but it was such a disaster of a situation. Yeah. Um, I think the best thing that he could hope for is to get another coach in there and and mm-hmm. him stick around. Although there are a lot of openings this year, yeah, so who they knows? Are. They are. But this year, Gordon, with the top folks, he's not going to get a good job. I mean, part of uh, uh, Belichick. Vrabel. Yeah, it's a tough. This is this these is are some heavy hitters. Harbaugh. Yep, there's some is, heavy hitters this year. Yeah, right? and a, that's not even counting Pete Carroll if he exactly. decides to go someplace else. Which and nobody's talking about that Seattle job. And you know, listen, I got to be fair, Gordon. If 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 I'm a head coach, do I want to go where the former head coach is an advisor? No, that doesn't feel <laughs> the guy who who won a Super Bowl for you. The only Super Bowl you won is just kind of hanging around. Yeah, that's uneasy for me. Yeah, that would be uneasy. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Roscoe's in Brooklyn. What's up, Roscoe? Didn't, didn't Eric the NMB have some, like, off-the-field situation with, like, I don't know, some domestic stuff? I think Yeah, that's ba- I think that was more back in college, so it's a long time ago, but yeah, there was but, a sensitivity you know, to it. Owners. Yeah, some, you know, wife's owners, you know how they all, you know, they're the ones that make a lot of the decisions as well, you know. Um, real quick, um, how about the Miami Cowboys? Both Miami of them Cowboys? Is this a uh, is this a Canadian I, I, team? It's just it's just how both of them lost, and they're both frauds. And and I don't know how how they were sleeping at night. Now that we realize not. that his team. The, oh I, no, I still I, sleep I, at night. No, sleeping is not an issue. I, the, the problem is waking up. Um, but no, once I wake up. 
Uh, well, look, they're, they're a loser organization. I've been saying it since September. I've been saying it longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I have. But certainly now, since now, the season started, Larry, I said it. Yes. Larry, with that whole, with that whole Nick situation, right? Yes. Um, you yes. mentioned them two boys in Utah, right? Yes. It would be it would be those two. Uh, it would be Clarkston and who else? Well, Sexton? either or. Clarkston or Sexton. All right. Now, is there any way? And I was talking to your producer. Mm-hmm. I, I would love, I would love Nick Claxton from Brooklyn. Is there any way we could try to like gather him? I, I just want to hear your opinion on that. That that's that's just who I would like because he's a rebounder. He he can also give you 15 points a night, but he's a great rebounder. And I, and I know we're still we're we're saying that what's his name is going to come at the end of the season. Mitchell Robinson. But I'm not yeah. sold on. Yeah, I'm not sold on Mitchell coming back and being okay. That's it. We're 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 gonna win the finals. I just feel like another big man like Nick Claxton, and then maybe uh, I don't know another shooter. I don't know where we're gonna get the shooter from. Like, well, Levine. No, 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 no. Roscoe, goodbye. No, who, who is who did he say? He wants Zach oh, Levine. Oh, Zach Levine. Yeah, no, it's not no, gonna be Zach Levine. No, I think, and I said this thing in Bagley Sunday. I hoped that the acquisition of OG Ananobi said that we are not ever going to worry about Zach Levine coming to the Knicks. Yeah. And and Ian Begley said, Gordon, because he, he is an ambassador and an experienced and wise man, he said, I, I will never say never, but I would be stunned. <laughs> That's I as mean, close to never as he's going to get. how long that his name oh. has been available. And it, oh. it doesn't seem like anybody really wants to trade no. for him because his contract is terrible. He's hurt Always a lot. Hurt. Yeah, it's and, not, and Chicago's playing better without him. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- that's not a fit for the Knicks. Th- that no, he's one of those names that comes up every eight to twelve months that oh. you hear. Oh, the Knicks and Zach Levine and Zach. No, the, the Knicks don't need Zach Levine. No, that's not, that's not the piece. And uh, Roscoe, they don't need Nicholas Claxton either. I mean, I'm. They need a scorer who can handle the basketball on the bench, coming off the bench. That's what they need. They need an. They need a, an Emmanuel quickly. Right, Gordon? That's who they need. If they only they had score. one of those, Larry. Yeah, well, yeah, if only they did. <laughs> uh, that's that's what they need coming off the bench. So, you know, Claxton, and even if they got Claxton, this team is not ready for the finals, Roscoe. This is not a finals team yet. It's not no. a finals team. Well, you know, the article you're, you're citing from The Athletic, they mm-hmm. kind of listed what a, a Knicks ideal trade candidate would be. And they listed right. four things, somebody that uh, Thibodeau trusts, somebody mm-hmm. who's on a tradable salary, someone with one more year beyond this year. Yep. And someone who can run the offense when Brunson's not in the, in the lineup or is hurt. Right. Yeah. To me, the number one thing on that list is someone that Thibodeau trusts. Yeah. You have to have somebody. And, and to me, um, I, I would think that, the, based on the defense that he provides, I know you don't like him because he's hurt a lot. I think Brogdon, Brogdon. would be the guy that, if I yeah. had to think of the names you're giving me, yep. that would be the one that I would say that's a Tibbs player. I know. Another guy that's been rumored to be coming here for a couple of seasons. <laughs> they do kind of cycle through every once in a while. Another guy. Mm-hmm. Another one. Oh, it's unbelievable. Can, can I get, can, uh, you know, once again, and, and you're right, he is that guy. Six man last year. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, excellent defensively. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I know. Tibbs would love him. You know, I'm just concerned about his availability, Gordon, even coming yeah. off the bench. Mm-hmm. But I will concede that uh, 
they have to do something because the minutes are, are piling up for both he and Randall, Brunson and Randall, mm-hmm. because of the you know inconsistency of this bench. So, you know, they have to do something, and I think they will. They'll they'll, they'll find the person. Uh, Brogdon is probably, and they listed him first. They say in no order, but he was the first one they put out on the athletic article today. So, that leads me to believe that uh, you know he's probably. The, leading, the leader in the clubhouse right now that they're talking to. I could definitely see that. We'll continue the conversation with your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. It's the ESPN New York Super Bonanza 5. Super Box Bonanza 5. Five, five times. Five. five. Unbelievable. You know, we're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. Mm-hmm. Over $10,000. And all qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance of one of 10 Super Box prizes. How do you get your box for the big game? Simple. Listen mornings to DPH and Rothenberg, afternoons to Barton Hahn, and of course, the Michael K Show. This year's big game payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. It's all brought to you by our friends at Telemore Dew Iris Whiskey and, Gordon, did you know, there's a new one. There is. The brand new Telemore Dew Honey. Honey, yes. Nothing like sweet taste of some Iris Whiskey, my friend. Yes. Trust me, I I know well after that Dolphin performance. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. Hardesty and Damer here on 98.7 ESPN. Back to the phones we go. Buddha is in the Bronx, fresh, smiling, or Joel Embiid and his outstanding performance as the Sixers beat the Denver Nuggets tonight in the city of brotherly love. Hello, Buddha. Uh-oh. Buddha's really enjoying himself. He's, 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 he's speechless. I've never heard yeah. Buddha like this before. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Buddha's he bailed. Gone. He's gone. He bailed he's done. This. That's it. He bailed on this. Maybe it was as, little Buddha that got to him. As No, no. It was the, it was the Eagles that got to him. You know, he's a big Eagles fan. Little Buddha? No, the main big Big Buddha. Big Buddha's an Eagles fan. Big Buddha likes the Eagles. No, he's a Jet fan. He's, no, yeah, but he likes the Eagles. Oh, he likes the Eagles. He likes the Eagles. Wow. You know, he likes the Eagles. He's I don't like think, uh, I don't think he's dis- disappointed in the Eagles. He's he's like Freddie Coleman. You know, Freddie Coleman is a Jet and Dallas fan. Yeah, that's the that's, he has that's a, he amazing. has a team nah. in each conference. So, he's a he, wait a second. Give me that again. He's a Jet and Cowboy fan. Yes. Oof, that's a. And you thought you had a tough problems. combination. That's <laughs> you figure you would increase your odds with you the more you teams you more teams you root for. <laughs> that's like me being a Dolphin and a Browns fan or something. I mean, that's. I mean, you figure one out of two. Yeah. You nah. got you got to go down the road and pick a third one. Yeah. No. 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 Two's enough. Oof. When you got those two, two is enough. Yikes! Oh two my is lord, enough. that is You're rough. Good. That, that, it's not an easy day at the office. No, you have, you, you, you're, you're coming at, at it from two different sides, and you still can't get there. Still can't get there. Still can't get there. That's that's scary. That's, that's scary. Uh, Buddha's back. Oh, here he is. Hi, Buddha. What's going on? Was that some kind of Nick sabotage or something? No, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, as far as the basketball game, I'm, you know, I'm happy that we got a win. I mean, still a regular season win. You know, Embiid is a bad matchup for Jokic. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, you see the numbers when they played against each other. 
but, you know, still as a Sixers fan, I need to have a convo with Tyrese Maxey about some of the shot selection. Mm-hmm. And and B still needs, he needs, he, I want to say a bodyguard because the, the, the league is different these days. He needs yeah. an ally, a sidekick, because they're giving up way too many um, defensive rebounds. And they also need a three-point sniper. But, you know, look, regular season game, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Just get back to me in May about these Sixers. Right. You know I what I mean? You. I got you. I understand. Now, listen, this was a great weekend in football, but not for what you actually, you know, would normally think it was. First mm-hmm. of all, the, the weekend started off great on Thursday. <laughs> when I saw security escorting Trey from Brooklyn out of the Dallas Arena. <laughs> you know, he went to that game. They had to get him out of there. Remember when security was walking across the table? <laughs> <laughs> You know, then Friday I watched a, a, a little old-school uh, comedy special, mm-hmm. you know, with Chappelle, D. Ray Davis, Kevin uh-huh. Hart, Abby Spears, and a couple other folks. Mm. You know, but the real comedy started with the Wild Card Weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, <laughs> outside of the Lions versus the Rams, and maybe a, a, a quarter and a half of the Bills versus Steelers before the referees, you know, did their normal nonsense. Please let me be a part of the game. Wow, that Wild Card Weekend was so bad. Mm-hmm. The Browns, I mean, the Browns, I, I never saw it coming, you know, how awful their defense was going to play. And I love C.J. Stroud. I mean, he, he did his thing. D'Amico Ryans looks organized and impressive, you know, and he also looks like he could sub in. Looking at him makes me laugh when I hear y'all talking about the Rooney Rule. I I would love to see if uh, <laughs> Eric Bieniemy would have got that Jets job and then Woody Johnson would have told him he had to fire his offensive coordinator. Love to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. in that kind of conversation. That's part of the reason why he's never going to get a coaching job. And if he will, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be Carolina, because you look at what's going on in Kansas City, and you can see Andy Reid was a good cop and he was the bad cop, and their offense doesn't look the same. Nope. Mahomes is just great, but look. Tua and the Dolphins, you know, they looked absolutely cold. They didn't want any part of being at that game. <laughs> Mahomes is running folks over, breaking pieces of his helmet off. You know, Tua was throwing screen passes in the dirt. And I feel for you, Gordon. I do. And, I don't, and I'm not saying that trying to be a wise guy. I absolutely do feel for you because I know how it is. But, look, last night, you know, Sirianni and his team, they, they all decided to come into that game and say, let's get our coach fired, you know. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but the most laughs. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most laughs of the weekend. Uh, better than any comedy special you could have put on was Dallas. Shaq <laughs> Green, I mean, Green Bay at Dallas. I mean, Dak, Danny White, Prescott, and Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> they had Jerry Jones impersonating Teddy Pendergrass when he looked across the field at LaFleur Love. You got, you got, you got what I want. You got, you got, you got what I need. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the line, listen to me, and, 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 and I think I'm pretty good with, with, with funny line. The best line that I've heard all season was when your man third leg Greg in the booth said, Look, Jerry Jones is looking around to sweet for some ass. (laughs) You know, I felt so, uh, if you could feel bad for a really bad guy that I feel like Jerry Jones is, you know, he looked like that, you know, that participant in the nursing home when it was lunchtime in the assisted living facility. (laughs) Where's my dinner? (laughs) They said dinner was coming at five. 
Fools is enjoying himself over poor Jerry Jones. It is amazing how the Cowboys galvanize yep. the rest of the NFL. They're America's team. They are America's <laughs> team. They are. Because when, when they go down, everybody said not just the NFC East, not just nope. the NFC, everybody. Everybody loves it. And, and it's really about the Cowboy fans because everybody's got that Cowboy fan where every year, this is our year. Yeah, this is yeah. our year. We got the defense mm-hmm. this year. We got That's the offense it. this year. Dak's going to do this, and Dak's going to do that. He's the MVP. Yep. And Yeah. No, he isn't. I almost feel like I know they can't put the playoffs as part of the MVP because it's a regular season award, but they should absolutely hold it till. Could you imagine if he had been given the MVP this year? He had to give it back. And then they went out there, and the because at this point the playoffs are so expensive, almost like the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the playoffs are, are are where you make your money and where you make your right. name. And yep. and he has not done it in the playoffs. So he has not. You cannot be given anybody an MVP. I mean, that would have been such a laughing stock for the NFL if he would have gotten the M, the MVP this year. It's true. Would have been, no question about it. We'll continue the conversation right here on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. You know, Gordon, there was an interesting article in SI uh, by Jimmy Traynor. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about the amount of viewers that while folks, the NFL and NBC were you know, very happy with the amount of viewers that they had on Peacock for the Kansas City-Miami game. Yeah, that while they do 23 million, uh, the article points out that the league likely likely left 10 to 12 million viewers on the table based on Packers win over the Cowboys on Fox, 40 million viewers. Mm -hmm. Lions win over the Rams on NBC, 36 million. And the weekend's only other game that numbers were in for was the Texans win over the Browns on NBC, got 29 viewers, 29 million viewers. So clearly the... uh, the Miami Kansas city was the least of the three. And, you know, look, nobody knew how it was going to, well, you knew how it was going to turn out. Yeah. But there were some other people, but there's some other people who, and then when you throw in the, uh, you know, the Swifties, you know, watching that Mm -hmm. might've been a couple more million. So I still, I understand the point of the article. It's a great point, but you and I both know the national football league. This is going to be, a thing next oh, year there might be two games yeah oh absolutely on peacock well i think that what you saw and um i was watching a lot of uh, tiktok videos about this and, mm-hmm. and did some research on my own was that peacock usually does not do well it's not one of the most downloaded apps it's mm-hmm. usually down in the in the hundreds and maybe even lower than that and they were right. the number one downloaded app mm-hmm. on saturday Right. So they got the recognition. That, that I'm sure that that's what they were looking for. And sure. I'm sure there were a lot of people that deleted the app and canceled the app right after watching the game. But mm-hmm. for all those people that did, there's probably a few that still have it now. And oh, I'll wait until the end of the month, uh, and, th- and they will end up keeping it for a few months. Uh, so they got the, the, the recognition that they wanted. They got. They also were, their their Google searches in terms of Peacock app were off the charts. It yeah, usually sure. is, is, is nothing. And then because of all 
the talk and all the complaints, mm-hmm. they were front and center. Yeah. Uh, what my question would be is, so the NFL, I don't think they care about the viewers. They just simply care about the amount of money they got paid for that game, which was $110 mm-hmm. million. Yeah. If, they would have, if they would have said no to Peacock that they had to put that game Clearly, Peacock paid extra for that game yes. because it was going to be on Peacock. So that right. gave the owners more money than they would have ordinarily had if it just had been on NBC. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, the NFL owners got what they wanted. They got more money for the same product without having to do anything, really. And mm-hmm. I don't think that they care if they lost 10 million viewers because at the end of the day, for them, it's just about the money. Yeah. So they got what they wanted. Peacock, mm-hmm. clearly, it was worth it to them. $110 million to a, to a, a group like NBC, that's not it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. So they got what they wanted. And if this screws the fans, <laughs> nobody, who's going to care? NBC Sorry. doesn't care. The no, NFL doesn't all. care. Nope, they don't. And, and I, did, I did my own TikTok that went absolutely nowhere. I got like 200 views. But the, the people were keep at, oh, why would the NFL do this? Because they want to open as many revenue streams as possible. Mm-hmm. And they know that fans, while they'll complain and they'll do other things and moan about it, yep. at the end of the day, we're all addicted to football. We are. And if you're a diehard football fan, chances are you downloaded that app or you watched it through some other form, mm-hmm. legal or illegal, and, mm-hmm. and you still watch the game. So Yeah. The NFL got what they wanted. Peacock got what they wanted. And this is just the beginning. Yeah. That's why the, you know, depending on where you read the next step with ESPN and Mm -hmm. and the next step that's going to be with the NFL, that's fascinating to see how that's going to go. It's, it's got so many twists and turns, Gordon. I don't know where the, what, how to get it yet. So I'm just going to wait until everything is sorted out Mm -hmm. and then we'll figure it out. But it looks like, uh, you know, we're going to have a piece of the action. Right. Well, we've already seen the the, the Sunday ticket is on direct t- uh, is on um, YouTube TV. Yeah. Right. So they they've opened up a revenue stream there. Mm-hmm. They got more money for it there. So Prime. if they can if they can next year, I would not be surprised if in the wild card round you get a game on one streaming service. Yeah. In the divisional round, you get another game on another streaming service. It would not shock me at all. And and you know what. If the NFL has to open up another revenue stream, they'll throw another playoff team in there in a couple of years, sure. Larry, when we go to yeah. the 18-game schedule. That's right. Just got to keep growing the pie. That's it. That's what we got to do. That'll make it work. More money, more money, more money, more money. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Keep it rolling. The, the, the Chiefs might win. The Dolphins might win. The, uh, the Eagles might win. The Cowboys might win. The NFL always wins. Always win. They're, always wins. They're the house. They and are. The house never loses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> house never, ever loses. Gordon, but I will say it makes for some interesting games this weekend. Absolutely. Um, you know, so now and just, uh, you know, because you're my shekels consultant. Uh-huh. Oh, and I'm, I'm rolling in shekels now, Larry. The, uh, the FanDuel account is uh, reborn. Nice. The only saving news. grace that I have after that Good disgusting news disgusting, embarrassing performance is that the FanDuel has gotten some reinforcements. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. So, yes, the perfect postseason, Larry. <laughs> it came to an end yesterday. We started 4-0. We ended up 4-2. So that's still not too bad for the no, first weekend you, of the regular of the playoffs. Uh, you've brought in more than you've let out. That's the bottom Absolutely. line. Absolutely. That's it. 4-2, you'd sign for that every single time. Every single time. 
every single time. So right now, Ravens are a uh, on the ESPN bet. Ravens are seven and a half point favorite over Houston, which is a drop. They they uh-huh. opened at like nine and a half. So a lot of people on the Texans. Yep, and an over under in that game of forty three and a half. Hmm. Uh, Niners eight and a half point favorite over Green Bay. Another drop that dropped about a point. I think that was about nine and a half, ten as well. So that's okay. uh, that's come down. People riding the Packers train right now. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Fifty and a half over mm-hmm. under. Uh, Lions six and a half point favorite over the Buccaneers. See, that's the one I'd like it to get below six. I mm-hmm. like the Lions in that game. I, I'm confident in the. I, I want it. I don't want it. I don't want six and a half. I'd like mm-hmm. to get. I, that's the one I want to go down that has not gone down yet. Right. Right. And, of course, the big one, Kansas City going to Buffalo. Buffalo three-point favorite. And that was two and a half originally. I got in at two and a half on the Bills. Ooh. So that one has, uh, has jumped up. A lot of people think that this is the year for the Buffalo Bills, Larry. Mm-hmm. They'll finally beat Mahomes this year, Gordon. This right. is Wouldn't it, it be this perfect? It. They beat Mahomes and then they lose the Ravens? <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> that would be absolutely delicious. Um. I got to say, right now, my feeling, right now, my feeling really is I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Baltimore, San Francisco Super Bowl, Gordon. Yeah, well, look, I mean, they're the number one seeds. They both had buys. The only thing is, it always feels like one of those teams comes out flat. Yep. One of those teams comes out flat. Uh, And it's hard to envision it right now. I guess I have a little bit more faith, I guess, in the Packers than I do in the Texans. Mm Mm-hmm. But and I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit tough. sneaks in there either. I mean, you know, you right? Know, they they got to because the Niners, well, that has to be the team everybody's pulling for, right? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. we've seen the Packers have success. The the Texans are a new thing and they're fun, and I love the quarterback. But the, the Lions right now are the team that everybody's pulling. They've never had any success at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm watching TikToks of of grown men, Larry, men older than me, old yes. people. Yes. And just weeping when that game was final. In Detroit, yeah. Oh, weeping, crying like babies. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh huh. Been I a long time. I had a heck with those people. I, had, I, you suffered. I suffered. I want to hear about your suffering Lions fans. Will you cry? When I don't Miami think so. gets to the. Next I don't round? think so. I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm beyond that now. You know, I, I feel like if there's ever a day, it won't happen. Mm-hmm. But if there's ever a day where the Dolphins get to and win a Super Bowl, you'll be stunned. When it happens, and I, I'll be happy, I'll be excited, but within minutes, I'll feel like this was not worth it. This was not a fair trade for 50 years of watching this dreck. <laughs> this is it. This is all there is, but it's not going to happen. I've already resigned myself to the fact it will, ne- that it will never happen. When, when I die, whenever that is, Larry, hopefully mm-hmm. in a very long time, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they will win as soon as I'm dead. I'll be the, you know, how when there's a team that wins and they, oh, Mm -hmm. so-and-so, Uncle Johnny would have loved to see, he rooted for this team. I'm going to be Uncle Johnny. Yeah, you think so, huh? Yep. I don't think so, Gordon. I think they're going to win before that. Oh, no, no shot. Dolphin fans are spinning so much now. I've seen some excuses. Well, you know, Peyton Manning lost his first six (laughs) playoff games, Larry. (laughs) Yeah, now we're comparing. Oh, my God. I mean, denial is so strong in people's minds. It can't just be wrong. They're grasping at something to hold on to. You got to find some sort of hope, right? Even in desperate situations. Andy Dufresne knew that so well. Yeah. And that's what it's like being in prison. Oh. 
rough. It's rough. It's not good. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, Gordon. I do. No, you know, it's fine. I do. It's fine. Look, if this is the worst bad. thing that happens to me in life, that's okay. But it is terrible. It's awful. It is. It's awful. You're sitting on the side. It's something you love, and you just can't yeah. get to take part. Everybody else gets to take part except you. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, brutal. you're right. It is brutal. It is brutal. The only thing close to that for me would be being a Nick fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick fans know it. Now, That's the Knicks close. have not really been close. Dolphins haven't really been. Actually, it kind of mirrors a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. We'll continue this conversation next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Without Brunson on the floor, it's a much different look. You are not trying to double other players, and now all of your attention goes on Julius Randle, and then he's got to be the one to create. And if you notice, he spent a lot of time on the perimeter in this game. Nine three-point attempts. He was two for nine. And something we've been talking a lot about with Julius Randle has been the work that he has done in the paint and how he has done most of his damage in the paint and not taking a lot of threes. But, again, when defenses can now load up on you, focus on you, they take away some of the things that were open for you when Jalen Brunson was on the floor. That is definitely something that we're noticing without JB out there. Alan Hahn on the MSG Network analyzing Julius Randle's role and the situation that the Knicks failed to adjust to in their loss to Orlando. And, Gordon, we will join the folks tomorrow night following the Knicks and the Houston Rockets that you can hear right here on 98.7 ESPN. And hopefully Jalen Brunson will be back. <laughs> Boy, do they miss him. Yeah, well, I mean, he's the guy that uh, that runs the offense. He is their star, and uh, they need him back. And I thought I saw that he is, what, questionable for the game with the Cavs? Yes, yes, yes. He is still questionable. Uh, he'll give it a go, a shoot around tomorrow night, as he did, you know, yesterday afternoon uh, before the game. Uh, shot around, and just he thought that, you know, the extra days would help him out. And hopefully we'll see. We'll see if it does. But, uh, you know, clearly if he's not able to go, uh, Gordon, they're going to have to do something where, you know, they have to keep getting Randall back into that, you know, back into the painted area where he's been affected when the teams have been so good this season. It's... It's a terrible thing to say, Gordon, but I, I must admit to you that when I looked at his stats yesterday, and this is after we got off the air and I had the chance to you know look at the game a little bit more, it looked like a playoff situation. You know what I mean, Gordon? It looked like this is what this is what could happen if teams take Brunson away and you know you have to rely now on Julius Randle to try to get you going in that offense. This, this could be, you know, this is like a flashback to what some of the issues oh, yeah. that we've seen yeah. them have in the postseason again. And so this is going to be a concern. And while we're, you know, we've had the conversation a little bit tonight about what they're going to do for the bench, that's why a large part of this too is, you know, can they add another option in that starting lineup? There may be another option of somebody that can create for themselves off the dribble. So that is, as you mentioned yesterday, it's not left up to JB, Jalen Brunson, to be the only guy that can create off the dribble there. That you have somebody else that can create off the dribble that takes some pressure off Brunson. Well, I think that one thing is established in the hearts of all Nick fans. They do not want to see this team relying on you-know-who come mm -hmm. playoff time. No, and It's okay if he's part of the mix, but yes. 
He cannot be the the number one option. We saw that uh, the first year against Atlanta. That didn't work. We saw that mm-hmm. last year. You can blame the ankle if you want, but mm-hmm. no, this is Brunson's team, and uh, everything feeds off that. So if it means that they have to hold him out an extra couple of games to make sure that he's healthy for the long the long run, that's what you have to do. And you should that's be right. able to beat the Rockets even without him. You should be. You should be able to. Boy, if you can't, woo, oh, we're gonna have. Ooh, you think you were depressed about the Dolphins. Right. Ooh, that's going to be some show tomorrow night, my friend. I'll see you then. Have a good day tomorrow. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. We thank you for joining us. Harvey Julian, thank you very much. Conversation continues right here on 98.7 ESPN. (laughs) This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.